start again. That's very interesting. Uh, does the uh, the recording counter run for you? Mine is sitting at zero. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing. Look at the top left hand. There it starts. Okay, now it's running. In the top left hand corner, it says in blue, "Stop recording." And beside that is a white counter. Mm -hmm. Yep, I see it. And it's sitting now at 14 for me. So finally it started to run for a long time. It wasn't running. Okay. So um, good to see you, Connor. It's been a while. Good to see and, you. Uh, the, the question that you're asking, you've probably been asking that for quite a while now. And you didn't call. <laughs> the easy answer. <laughs> Okay. Yep, that's on me. No excuses. Okay. So if you will, go ahead and restate your question. So I've been working a lot on my attitude, changing my relationship with my thoughts, and also been meditating up to an hour a day most days, either as an hour in the morning or a few sessions throughout the day to total that time. My focus has been improving, and specifically I'm wondering – how, where do I want to be tying all this together? Or what does forward look like from here? That's a very, very typical Western question. <laughs> it always indicates that wherever you are right now is not good enough and you've got to go someplace. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, certainly. Well, I, I, I think I'm making some progress though you know i i wish you would stop <laughs> well I, I i guess uh you know the initial reason i reached out to you to begin with was was, was for guidance so I, I didn't feel like i was just doing the same thing day in and day out right and the guidance is gosh there's so many ways to talk about it but the basic the guidance is is that when uh, when you arrived at some place that was your destination, then stay there. An example would be, uh, have you ever heard of the, uh, it's an old, out in the Middle Ages uh, piece of literature called Pilgrim's Progress? I've not. Okay. The Pilgrim is one who is I'm going to a site. He's on a pilgrimage or he's going someplace. And that most Western meditators practice meditation that way, as if they were a pilgrim on the way to some holy place. Mm -hmm. Now, the question is, what happens when the pilgrim gets to his holy site? What does he do? Does he stay there or does he go to the next holy site? That in fact, one can be a pilgrim for on and on and on, going from one holy site to the next holy site. But the, uh, a better thing for that um, uh, pilgrim to do is to stop his pilgrimage when he arrives. That's the whole problem, is, is that uh, the practice of the teaching of the Buddha, Anapanasati, is a very, very simple 
practice to get our mind out of the gutter and to come back into a good state. And as soon as that happens, the next question that the student will ask is, now what do I do? And the answer to that is get right back out of the gutter that you just got into thinking that there was something to do. <laughs> come back out of that and just enjoy that you've already gotten where you need to be. Okay, I'm, I'm just typing up some notes here. Okay, come, come to a rest finally. Mm -hmm. Been on a journey for oh so long that you think now that the spiritual journey is a spiritual journey. In fact, the spiritual journey is brakes, not gunning your engine. Mm -hmm. Okay, you have to stop. That's the whole practice. And it's really amazing that so many students really miss that point. In other words, if you've gotten yourself into a good state, then who could ask for anything more? So why want anything more? Well, I I, I think like intellectually, I understand what you are saying and I'm not sure what a good state really looks like. Um, you know, like when when I meditate, I'm I'm calm and it feels pleasant, though it's hard for me to determine whether or not that is where I, like the end of the road, you know, talking about the boulder, so, like I'm not sure if I'm at the destination. But that's hard to determine is a thought. <laughs> and it is a thought of uh, is it a thought of doubt? And you okay. need to see okay. that thought as an, an unwholesome thought. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because you just threw yourself back into the gutter by saying what's next. <laughs> okay. I already had it. Okay. And mm -hmm. then you uh, and then by asking what's next, that means that after you became satisfied momentarily, you immediately became dissatisfied yet again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, that is. That makes a lot of sense. Yes, so the right question would be then is how do we sustain feeling good? Mm -hmm. That is, is that we're going to keep the mind on guard to make sure that can you, um, I tell you what, since we're um, uh, doing this video, mm -hmm. can you watch the video later and take your notes? Because your keyboard uh, is quite noisy and distracting. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, I think it took uh, your own laptop, which means that the keyboard and the microphone are yeah. connected together. Physically. Yes, sir. Okay, so let's not take notes right now because okay. of the hacking of the keyboard. And so. Um, getting back to the point, let's do a review of the Eightfold Noble Path or the Eightfold Noble Method because that's really what we're on about. And that that is the number one item is to remember, and then the number one important item is to look to investigate what is happening in the mind. And you're having thoughts of 
it's, it's hard to figure out and that kind of thing. Those are the thoughts that you need to see. Mm-hmm. Those, those are the unwholesome thoughts that are taking you someplace else other than the place that you are now, rather than helping you to enjoy where you are right now. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point then is, <laughs> is to wake up and take a look and then um, look at this thought that we're having like, oh, this is hard or, oh, I don't know what to do now. That's a thought that you can say, aha, I see you too. Mm-hmm. Then you can throw that thought out and come <laughs> back to a wholesome thought of everything really is already okay. There is no place to go. There is nothing to do. There is nothing that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Right now, everything is okay. And so we keep having those kind of thoughts, taking deep breaths and allowing yourself to feel really good. And then the question is, well, what comes next? The answer to that is, that was an unwholesome thought, what comes (laughs) next. Noticing a pattern here. So what comes next is um, a very, very common question in the West, which basically means that you're not satisfied with what is right now because you're asking for what comes next. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, oh, well, the uh, the soup and the salad were good. What comes next? I'm still looking for the main meal. Absolutely. That's uh, that describes perfectly a lot of the feelings I've been having. Okay. well, the question is, is that if you cannot enjoy your salad and you cannot enjoy your soup, then when you're having the main meal, you'll be looking for to dessert. To dessert. And <laughs> while you're having the dessert, you're going to be looking for the uh, a cigar and the wine. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no end to it. We keep going after something new, not really appreciating and enjoying what we've got right now. Mm-hmm. Certainly. So this is where we need to begin to practice now is that point of remembering that right now is okay already, that everything that needs to be done has already been done because that's the thought that we're having right now, that there's no place to go, there's nothing to do, that whatever job that needed to be done was merely changing the mind from a job to be done into no no jobs need to be done. And that was the only job that we needed. Mm-hmm. Let me repeat that because it's kind of subtle. If we have a thought, something needs to be done. The only thought, the only thing that really needs to be done is that thought, something needs to be done, needs to be put down. And once we put that down by saying there is nothing to do, now we've done everything that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the practice. And we need to develop that as skill. Another way of thinking of it is that this is the practice of satisfaction and satisfaction is exactly the opposite of dissatisfaction. And that's what the Buddha teaches is how to come out of our dissatisfaction. Mm -hmm. And eating our salad and wanting the main meal is being dissatisfied with the salad. 
that that is that is fair i feel like i knew that once upon a time and forgot or you know i, I feel like i've heard this before and when i heard it I thought to myself ah oh, that that makes perfect sense and you know here we are so clearly it didn't stick clearly i'm not enjoying the salad Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is how we're going to practice is the practice of getting ourselves into a state that's okay right now, and then learning to maintain that state rather than allowing those thoughts of this is not good enough to creep in and destroy what you've got. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why it's called applied and sustained thought. We, we apply the mind to the wholesome and then continue with the wholesome. Mm -hmm. So if the thought, what comes next comes up, the next wholesome thought would be, aha, I see you. Nothing is coming up next. Isn't that marvelous? Yeah, wouldn't that be something? Yes, that this is good enough. Mm. No place to go. The Zen talk about it in the sense that you're already enlightened. Stop trying to become enlightened. You're already enlightened. I, I have heard I've heard that before and never quite understood what was meant. Well, when you have that peace and quiet in that moment, you are enlightened. But the way that you just uh, uh, asked that question indicates that enlightenment is a long-term commitment mm -hmm. rather than a moment of peace and quiet. Mm -hmm. That right now, you are enlightened. It's not, oh, you don't have to do any peace and quiet because you're so enlightened for such a long time that you can go make any kind of mess and hurt all the people you want to and you're still enlightened. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the way that the Western mentality has. And I think a lot of it comes out of Christianity with the idea that you get forgiveness and then go sin some more. Yeah. Okay. And so um, the better way of looking at it is just this particular moment. That's all that really matters. And if you've got the skills to handle this particular moment right now, then those skills will be there for the next moment when you need them. But if you have uh, this moment that's, that, let us say, pleasant and nice and comfortable and satisfying and satisfactory, and then the thought comes up, what's next? There's going to be no end to those thoughts, what comes next. And that now what comes next means that you're not satisfied with what is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's applied and sustained thought means to apply the mind to the wholesome and then keep applying it to the wholesome, keep doing this, keep reinforcing it. Think very much like that it's a, a big bucket or even a barrel, but a bucket under a spigot that's just leaky just a bit got one drop of water that forms, gets bigger as you watch it, and then finally falls. When mm -hmm. that drop of water falls into the bucket, there's not much water in it. In fact, the splashing and the warmth of the, uh, of, of the bucket may indicate that there's not going to be hardly any of that drop that's left, but it still had an effect upon the bucket. So that the next drop 
may be able to take hold. And mm -hmm. after a while, you see, all we're getting is this moment that comes in drops. And you can either grab the bucket and move it around trying to catch uh, drops out of the air, or you can come back and put it under the faucet. Mm -hmm. Okay, the faucet of this present moment, and let one more drop come. This is good enough. This drop is good enough. Mm -hmm. And slowly over time, one drop, one good moment after the next good moment, and eventually the bucket begins to fill. But if you're dissatisfied with the one drop that you got, now you grab the bucket and you're hauling it all over the place trying to find another drop while you're not having the bucket under the faucet. And when the faucet did leak another time, you missed it. Got to leave that bucket where it is. Got to leave the bucket where it is. Exactly. Now that we've got the bucket well placed, we leave it there and um, allow it to stay. In other words, those thoughts that says, oh, you got to move the bucket. You got to go someplace. You got to go do something. And you can say, wait a minute, settle down. No place to go. Another drop is coming. Everything's okay. You're already enlightened when you got the bucket under the, the, the faucet. Mm -hmm. I like I like that metaphor. It's a good one. Got to keep that in mind. So with that in mind, now we can actually begin to increase the skill. If you if you think about it like this, the skill is is requiring yourself to keep the bucket where it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rather than wanting the bucket or the location to change or wanting something new that this is good enough. This bite of salad is all we need. That's all I can do right now. Why am I thinking about steak when I'm actually chewing salads? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Just think about the salad that we're chewing right now. So this is the, the way of, of practice and we practice this over and over and over again. So, the one skill then that's associated with this skill of applied and sustained thought is also by being able to apply the mind to the wholesome and talking ourselves into how nice things are right now, we begin to feel that way also. In other words, we're, we're beginning to take control of the mind by putting the kind of thoughts in the mind that are wholesome thoughts, like leave the bucket where it is, a drop is coming. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? That drop will come. And so we learn to control the mind and by the learning to control the mind, we learn to control the mind by learning to control the breathing, that the mind and the breathing work together as a skill development. And mm -hmm. so now we're just going to sit and breathe, consciously breathing not expecting this breath to change or to be different or to get bigger or whatever. The question is, how long can you keep watching the breath? How many breaths in a row can you watch? That's the way of looking at sustaining it. And as you're watching the breath, you're not just watching the breath, but you're watching other qualities of being here now mm -hmm. in the senses. As we're actually watching the breath, 
Um, in fact, nobody look, watches the breath by uh, uh, standing in front of a mirror or sitting in front of a mirror uh, using the reflection of uh, the body to watch the breath. That when we watch, we watch it sensationally. In other words, we feel the breath. And so we're bringing in other senses. And so basically what a lot that we're practicing is, is to come out of the sixth sense of the conceptualized mind and discursive thought into having mind moments that are in other senses to mm-hmm. actually listen, to hear, to actually feel the body, to actually look at what the eyes are, are seeing and spending our time there in sensory awareness, rather than, for instance, trying to make sense out of what we see, we just allow what's there to be seen. Mm -hmm. Or instead of with the body as it's breathing, instead of trying to make it different or better, is what we're doing is just experiencing the body breathing. So this is what we would spend our time doing is watching the body as it's breathing, settling down with the kind of thoughts of, wow, the body really can breathe well. It doesn't need much. Everything is really okay. And so we continue that for a few minutes to get the mind out of the discursive thought and start laying down new patterns of the mind of wholesome thoughts. Mm -hmm. So almost every student that I know of, as soon as they get themselves into that state, they say, well, what's next? The answer to that really would be nothing next other than the next mind moment, which has more of the same uh, pleasant state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If this is what we're developing is the ability to get into a pleasant state and maintain it, rather than to getting into a pleasant state and then a more pleasant state and then a better pleasant state and then a higher pleasant state and then whoop de doo kinds of state. You know, that's what Westerners are looking for. I, I guess that is sort of what I what I had in mind when I made the call. And so the answer to that is, is that getting in the habit of being in a pleasant state is much more useful, valuable, and wholesome over the long term than having uh, the struggle of getting from wholesome to bigger wholesome to greater wholesome to up there way wholesome and then crash land again and then up the mountain again and then crash land. It's better to find a plateau that has a general in a gentle incline to where it feels like that we're we're walking flat. But in fact, um, the skills that we're developing is the skill of being able to maintain this state of satisfaction mm-hmm. that's what it's all about and it's actually a very easy thing to do but we have to remember it so when you get yourself into that state of satisfaction you say okay i'm going to be on guard to maintain this i'm not trying to get it better just let me stay in that state of satisfaction so when thoughts of this ain't good enough or I want more come up, you can grab them and say, mm-hmm. aha, I see you, Myron. That's what's been keeping me unhappy my whole life is wanting something better than what I've got. And now we're going to practice being 
very, very comfortable, satisfied, and happy with what we have right this very moment. Yeah, I think uh, keeping that in mind at all times, that's going to be that's going to be the hard part, or at least feel like well, that. It's not hard. Just remember, see, you're wanting to do it all the time. I heard that all the time and hard. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Sati is, is that you wake up when you wake up and remember. So the sati is the is the the skill that we want to to uh, bring. Mm -hmm. Another way of thinking about it is <clears throat> is that um, you can think of dukkha or falling into dukkha is like landing flat on our face in the mud, and that the skill that we're developing is to getting out of the mud. Most Westerners think that the skill that they're developing is to stay out of the mud. Mm -hmm. And that's not possible. <laughs> that's not possible. Mm -hmm. Not for the beginner, not for a long time. That the skill that we need to develop is the skill of getting out of the mud, picking ourselves up, dusting ourselves off, and boogieing on down the road. That's the skill. And guess what? As we get very good at that, that means that we lay place down in the mud less often for less uh, shorter periods of time. And as soon as we recognize that we're face down in the mud, we pick ourselves up, clean ourselves off quickly. Mm -hmm. There's also the capability that you may, in fact, trip and begin to fall but your skill of picking yourself up is so excellent right now that you don't wind up actually with your face all the way in the mud. You just tripped, but you didn't fall. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the skill set that we're looking for. The not tripping is what the Westerners are looking for, and we're developing different skills than that. This is what the skill of Sati is, is to remember to look mm -hmm. at the fact that your face is in the mud Get out of it. <laughs> uh -huh. All right. Yeah. I guess I uh, guess I got a pretty muddy face now that I think about it. Well, all we have to do is just get up, clean off, mm. and we're good. Awesome. One more time. One more time. One more time. Every time one of those unwholesome thoughts trips us up and lands us in the mud, we can get right back up. We don't have mm -hmm. to wallow in the mud. I worry for long periods of time. Oh, what's my meditation to do? I don't really know where to go or what all like. You know, we can get really into a uh, a pity party mm -hmm. over what to do. When in fact, there really is nothing to do except getting ourselves into a good, happy, satisfying state and maintain that and let it grow on its own. Mm -hmm. Another example would be that uh, that it the practice is like a seed. And that seed eventually, when it germinates and grows over a period of time, it'll have a tree. And over a number of years later, you'll have a whole forest out of that one seed. Mm -hmm. Westerners have that seed and they immediately take it to the microscope and with a knife and cut it open to find out where the forest is inside that seed. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the seed. Accurate, accurate, not wrong. Right. There is no forest in the seed. It's just a seed. But if we water it, nourish it, and uh, give it sunshine, then it will grow. 
Mm-hmm. These skills, the sati as a skill will grow. Your investigation skill will grow as a skill. But you got to practice that skill in order for it to grow. It's not going to grow if we keep trying to dissect it, looking for the joy within the seed, rather than recognizing, no, the seed's got to have um, nurturing, nutriments, sunshine, water, and we keep adding that to it over and over and over again without expecting anything out of the seed. And the seed will grow on its own, take care of itself. Absolutely. Okay. So, that's all there really is to it. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I think this has been great. I really enjoyed our little conversation. It's actually yeah, quite well, easy thing to... Absolutely. is a paradigm shifting 25 minutes. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Connor, I hope that it's not so many months before you call again. I'd hope to see you sooner. Uh, I would like to say I can guarantee that, but I, I believed I would call sooner in the past and let myself down. I will try to get myself out of the mud sooner next time. Remember, right. All you have to do is remember. Oh, that's right. I could call Damarato. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you so much. Appreciate, appreciate you. Okay, we'll see you soon. See you soon. Oh, um, and I forget, because I would like to watch this video again. Will this be available on my Skype or, yes, or email? right. You just keep the screen open, and within three to five minutes after uh, our call finishes, it'll show up. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to talking with you again very soon. Have a good night.